Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. We're in home quarantine due to the COVID-19 virus situation, and so so are a bunch of other families that uh, listen to this show. And so what we want to do is talk about how to handle kids when you're on home lockdown. Mm. (laughs) What do you do now that everyone is instantly uh, into forced into homeschool situations, teachers are throwing assignments at you, kids are just in the home all the time making things just extra challenging maybe if you have yeah. a different routine. So how do we handle this situation? That's the topic. Yeah. I want to know, what are we going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know how mm-hmm, to do it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we've been figuring it out. We it, have. It's new. It's different. It's a change. And you just got to roll with it. <laughs> we've been figuring it out along with everyone else. Yeah. and But we've sat down and together have thought through strategically, what are some things that are going to be proactive and helpful uh, for the next however long we're in this situation? And really trying to take advantage of the opportunity, make the most of it, um, respond to it with wisdom and tact, not just like reactively, um, I don't know. Yeah, going with whatever comes. Yeah, Like we're trying to get out in front of it. Is, yep, is our yep, goal. Yep. As it's come, we've tried to get out in front of it and figure out what is our plan, what are our goals, what do we want to see happen here. That's right. So we're going to pitch five ways mm-hmm. you can uh, make the most of your time at home with your kids, um, especially as it pertains to doing school with them in the house for, for those of you who are not doing homeschool and are now put into a position where you're expected to be the teacher and the mom and work and do everything that you normally do. Yeah. Um, so the first thing, the first way that we want to suggest here is to view education as more than academic. I think this is a really important thing just to shift our focus, our mentality, if it isn't already thinking this way, that education is more than academics. We want, as Christian parents, we want to teach our kids how to go to school like a Christian and live like a, like a Christian. We want to teach them what it means to follow God's rules and what a life that has put its trust in Christ looks like. So uh, we want to include some of these additional elements beyond academics. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many areas of things that you have to teach your kids, right? School and academics is one of them, but there's emotional training, There's how to deal with your feelings and emotions, right? There's social, how you work out problems. There's spiritual training. I mean, and and this all kind of overlaps and can be intertwined. There's physical development. I mean, how to tie your shoes, get dressed, brush your teeth. I mean, the list and categories of things that we want to teach the kids is huge. And now having all of them at home in the house we can kind of step back and look at all of these areas and see if we can overlap them, see what areas need work. And of course, academics is right up there. Totally. But, but we need to also look at, at all of the areas. We can't yeah. neglect the others, you know? Well, and you make a good point that kids need to learn all of these things in all of these categories you just described because they don't come out of the womb knowing how to operate in this world like a Christian. No. <laughs> in fact, their nature tells yes. them otherwise. 
So for example, we have a two-year-old out there oh, um, yes. beyond those doors behind <laughs> you. Uh, we're at our house. And so uh, they, are. Are, they are doing things. I don't know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. but <laughs> They're, they're busy out there. Yeah. yeah. They haven't come in here yet. Uh, so we have a two-year-old and we regularly find ourselves instructing him, hey, don't throw books at people's faces. Right. Right. Don't climb and stand on top of the table. Yeah. That's not what the table's for. Yeah. You, you know? You, and then and then <laughs> a lot of times it's followed up with the question like, do you ever see dad doing that? <laughs> yes. Do you ever see dad punching, you know, someone in the face or throwing a book at someone's face? Or right. and, and he's like, No. No. Yeah. And so he's like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't throw books at people's faces. This is an important life skill. Right. All that to say, education is more than academic. Yeah but it includes academics. And so as we think about taking on this uh, new opportunity of teaching kids in the home uh, full-time right, right now, right. Um, we want to make sure that spiritual focuses are there yes. and uh, life skill focuses are there. So right. all of these things that you described. So that's, right. that's the first thing. Yeah, and it was so cool the other night we sat down and we were talking about where are our kids at in their character building spiritually, kind of where are they at and where do they need to grow? And, you know, having everyone here has brought some things to light a little bit more. I mean, a lot of these things we already knew as their parents, but it's kind of come to the forefront. And we're thinking, okay, now that we're all here all the time, we really want to see so-and-so, this kid, grow in this area. She needs to be farther. She needs to get there. How can we do that? So that yeah. was a cool conversation mm -hmm. because now we're, that's in the forefront of both of our minds as we are teaching and training throughout the day. Yeah. And really the second way that we want to suggest really follows off the heels of this first one. It is to generate learning outcomes for your kids. And what I mean by that is identify big picture. What do you want your kids to be able to do or accomplish or know by the end of the semester, mm -hmm. uh, by the end of this academic semester? Right. Um, so what are the goals that you want to big picture goals that you want to hit because that's going to inform the way you go about spending your time each day. It's really going to govern the assignments you give, the amount of time you spend on each assignment, and right. it's going to help sharpen your focus to do the things that matter most. Yeah. And I mean, I have, we have three different kids that are in school. So we have three different lesson plans coming into our emails with tons of different websites and, and full plans, like stuff we could do all the time. But the question that we wanted to talk about was let's step back and see what, what are the, you know, learning outcomes a teacher would say, or what are the state standards that they're learning this month and make sure we hit that goal. We may not be able to do every single thing on the lesson plan and we may need to focus more on one area. Like we were talking about with one of our kids who's a high reading level farther than you know, he or she needs to be, but struggles more in math. So when we're looking at what we can do right now in the home, our math is going to be more focused rather than maybe some of the reading things that we know is already going well. So we're, we're stepping back, looking at those goals, standards. And then from that point, we're kind of adjusting our plans based on what we see. Absolutely. And we want to include learning outcomes that are academic. Yeah. And we also want to come up with learning outcomes totally. that are spiritual and that are life skill based. Yes. So I want to find out from each teacher, and we've already done some of the work on this, but yeah. find out from each of the kids' teachers, 
hey, by the time this school year is over, what are the skills that they need to be able to demonstrate? If there were state testing and, you know, what, yeah. what, are, the, what are the learning outcomes that are directing your lesson plans? Tell me those so that we can factor those in. Right. Then those are not the only learning outcomes that I want to consider or generate. I want to generate spiritual learning outcomes for my kids. Totally. By the end of the month of June or May, right. what do I want my kids to be able to know about the Bible? or do in terms of um, Christian life character things. Right. That's a really helpful question to ask. And we need to sit down, a husband and wife need to sit down and get onto the same page and agree upon a set of learning outcomes. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're in the process of that. We've done that with some of the kids, some of the things we could do more, but it's been really helpful and yeah. focuses all yeah. that's going on. There's more of a focus. Sure. So I think it helps me and you as husband and wife, mom and dad, to have um, a focus and be intentional with all the assignments. And if we have a learning outcome that's uh, to learn how to not interrupt mom and dad between now and the end of May, and we also have a learning outcome that they want to, we want them to memorize, you know, X amount of Bible verses, well, then we're not going to allow the day to go 100% yeah. of the school and study time to go by with them doing math alone. Right. Right. We need to push the pause button on math at some point to make time for these other things. So it's going to sharpen our uh, focus yeah. in the assignments that we give to them. But then it's also going to um, – uh, there was another element of that. And I was going to say maybe uh, it helps them to – or it's going to include more things than maybe um, – our kids would come up with on their own yeah, <laughs> and that maybe we would come up with had we not gone through the exercise. For example, our, we asked our kids, what do you think you would want to accomplish between now and uh, the end of the school year? Yeah. And I got an answer <laughs> of like, well, I really want to get good at science. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, All right. All right. And then um, I want to do more crafts than I've ever done. Yeah. So if we just let the kids kind of right. govern how their school time is spent or what their school time involves, yeah. they're gonna end, we're going to end up with a scientist who's really good at crafts, Yeah. but we're going to be missing some other elements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. All right. So I spent a lot of time on that one because I think that's important. No, it's good. It's You're giving good. me the eyes. So like, stop, <laughs> stop talking about learning outcomes. Well, it's like, you know, next point, but you were on a roll. Sorry. But let me just say a few more things Sorry. about learning outcomes. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> okay. Number three is uh, to have a schedule. Yes. I love schedules. I love schedules. And when you, if you do have kids that go to school and then there's activities and church events, I mean, you have developed a schedule thus far in your schooling. And so now all of a sudden you wake up and it's like, we have the whole day ahead of us. What do we do? And you know, you want to do some of this, some of that, whatever that we sat down and created a schedule and it was really helpful for us, but also for them. I've had multiple kids say, Oh, isn't it creative time? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Isn't it? Aren't we supposed to go outside now? Yes. And it's almost like there's the schedule it's posted they all got to color their schedule. We talked about the schedule. We sat down with them. But it keeps the day moving. It keeps, it breaks up the sitting time, the moving time, the spiritual time. The I mean, it just, it, it's kind of all scattered around and it, it focuses everything. It's, I love it. Yeah, I love absolutely. Schedule. <laughs> Our schedule is flexible. I mean, right now, yeah. I think they're supposed to be doing 
uh, academics or something per right. our schedule, but we've got them doing something else right now. Yeah, while but we're, we're teaching to them to be flexible. Yes, right. Yeah. Which is a which is a learning outcome for us. That's for a good point. That's a good point. So sorry. Right. Yeah, and see, there is more to say about <laughs> learning outcomes because it's like <laughs> what. What are those learning outcomes? What, we want to teach our kids to be flexible, too. Yeah. We want to teach our kids to be independent workers. Please. We want to teach our kids to be proactive <laughs> and solve problems. Hey, you're stuck at home. Preach it. Who cares? You're still going to learn and grow and develop. Yeah, and yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would say more about that, but... But I've stopped you. But I can't. We'll do um, a whole podcast on learning outcomes, uh, that'd be Mark, glorious. And it'd you be so glorious. about it. Um, okay, so on the schedule front, yes. um, I just want to add that like having people shower and get dressed. Did you say that? No. Okay. Yeah. Shower and get dressed and start the day yes. at the time when the schedule says things are starting. Right. Is huge. It's, just to get the yeah. ball rolling. Yeah. And to like, we're just not letting our kids wear pajamas all day long. No. Uh, we're not wearing pajamas all day long. Right. We're, we're up and we're working. Right. And we're working hard and we want to model that to our kids. So schedule. Right. And can I give an encouragement to some of the moms to potentially schedule some rest and some breaks for yourself. Yeah. Because I think it's maybe more taxing right now because you can't get out of your house. You can't go with people and see people. You can't get to a park. I mean, you just don't have the ability to go and see people and break up the time from being inside the house. And so it's a little bit more exhausting I think right now. And so there needs to be time when all the kids are in their rooms or busy, quiet, resting, naps, whatever it, you know, books in their bed is what we've been doing. And we get a break. And then I've asked you maybe twice this week, can I just have 15 minutes to myself? I went on a walk once and I went up to the room once and just sat on the bed. Yeah. But those things, you know, talk about between husband and wife, I think. Wives, if you need that, you know, come to your husband and say, look, this is going to be helpful for my sanity. (laughs) And that flows right into our number four, which is to get help from others. Yes. So what you just described was a bonus. And that right. was like, put time in your schedule so that you don't go insane. Yeah. Help help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do what you can. And then two, get help from others. And that right. could be a husband. Hey, right. you know, give me some time to go and walk and I, I just need a break. Yeah. Or call a friend. Yes. Call a, uh, you know, a girl, friend. Yep. Uh, I would call a, a bro or text a dude. Our, yeah. our conversations of encouragement are a little more concise, <laughs> right. maybe, and less tear-filled than your conversations yes. of encouragement, but yes. both kind of serve their purpose. Right. I mean, I just had someone, a friend of mine, a mom who has four kids and boys in the home and whatever, and said, I went into my uh, pantry yesterday and cried, <laughs> and then the day before, I was in the bathroom Sorry. crying. And, I didn't mean to laugh no, that it's, hard. It is. It's, it's sad. It, it's funny because... I don't know, because women do cry to get kind of work through their emotions sometimes differently than how you would approach it. But it's, it's, it is hard. It's an adjustment. And so um, you do need to reach out. You need to share the burden with others, you know, and let them encourage you, point you to scripture, um, give you even ideas. But then you also need to, um, or I don't know, for me, I like asking, what are you doing with your toddler? Hey, what are you doing? How are you setting up whatever chores or, you know, we're just bouncing ideas off. And there are tons of articles and people that are giving 20, you know, a hundred things to do at home. I mean, there's help just practically in that sense too, but get help from people, people in the same situation, encourage them, pray for one another, get some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And just a really similar experience for me. Yeah. I, I texted a friend this morning and I said, praying for you, bro. 
this morning. <laughs> and he said, thanks. Wow. So that, that was, was really powerful. That was deep. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was a really, <laughs> we really connected him and I. I'm, yeah. Mine was like, <laughs> I vo- had a voice text it. It was so long, and then this, and then that, and then, and then the voice texting ran out, so you have to restart uh, it, mm, you know, when that happens, because mm. you've hit your quota of words. Yeah, it's a little different. All right, last. Last. Um, a really, really nuanced and well-thought-through yes. point here yes. is don't have a bad attitude. <laughs> I love when we just state it yeah, like that. Just, you know, you know what? You are at home. You're on quarantine. No one expected this, yep. but... You know, you could sit around and for the next eight weeks or four weeks or whatever it is, you could mope around and, or you can make the conscious decision that you're going to make the most of this opportunity and you're going to have and maintain a a good, a positive, a godly attitude while you're at home. And we're, I'm not saying, we're not saying it's not going to be a battle to fight for that good attitude. I think, I think you're going to have to fight at certain times, but I was just thinking, do you know, do I want to get through this time and be like at the end, which I hear from other, you know, friends who are not Christians, like, oh, this is like the worst. I mean, just all this complaining and I can't wait for them to go back to school. Or do I want to really enjoy this time with the kids? See it as like in 10 years, maybe I could look back to that being some of the best bonding family time. I mean, where we accomplished a lot or we saw a lot of growth or wow. I mean, when are we ever going to have time like this where we're all together all the time. Yep. And so I want to view it that way. And yeah. I, it's a challenge to me to just look at it through that lens, but I think it's going to help to be more thankful and rather than more like, uh, ah, you know, getting angry. Uh, and yes, uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Totally. Well, that's good stuff. Uh, we should wrap it up. There's more to be said, and yeah. uh, we are going to try to generate more podcasts than mm-hmm. normal during this time of home lockdown, yeah. so expect to see another one here um, in another couple days, and that's yep. why we are recording from home. We got the setup. We're going to put out some more podcasts regularly. Uh, now would be a really good time to uh, share or like or comment on our podcast. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done so, we'd appreciate that. We're really encouraged by the feedback we've gotten from people. Uh, and it has motivated us to continue. There have yeah. been several times when I've thought, ah, do we really need to do this podcast? Are people yeah. benefiting from it? I don't know. And, and then we'll get a text from someone or a comment yeah. or something. Uh, and that really motivates us to keep going. So, um, we appreciate, uh, you guys who listen and we hope this is beneficial and we'll come at you with some more. We do want to give you a challenge, though, yeah. before we go. Yeah. I think the challenge is come up with learning outcomes. I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. I knew it. Look, it's the best thing on the list. Okay. Well, okay? I like the schedule. I like the orderly list. Yeah. But no, it's true. Well, no, you could take any one of those five things yes. and talk about it or, you know, basically, which are the five things are you not doing and do that. That's your challenge. <laughs> How can you do a better job in that area? But it's true. Learning outcomes. That's a great, that's a great challenge. A conversation between a husband and wife, stepping back, looking at the big picture, not when you're in the throes of it during the day, but you're, mm. you know, quiet, you're chatting, you're praying about it, thinking through it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. You want to yeah. sign us off, Bethany? Yeah, I guess it's my turn. Thanks so much for joining us. And we will see you next time. Sweet. See you.